you're sure? Megan nodded. Not even Dave knew the truth about the woman who had shared his bed for the past 16 years. Dave didn't even know that Megan's real name was, strangely enough, Megan. Same pronunciation, but computers and IDs only know spelling. She would have asked her mother why the weird spelling, but her mother had died before Megan could talk. She had never known her father or even who he was. She'd been orphaned young, grew up hard, ended up stripping in Vegas and then Atlantic City, took it a step further, loved it. Yes, loved it. It was fun and exciting and electrifying. There was always something going on, always a sense of danger and possibility and passion. Mom, it was Jordan. Yes, honey. Mrs. Friedman says you didn't sign the permission slip for the class trip. I'll send her an email. She said it was due on Friday. Don't worry about it, honey, okay? It took Jordan another moment or two, but eventually he was placated. Megan knew that she should be grateful. Girls die young in her old life. Every emotion, every second in that world is almost too intense. Life raised to the tenth power, and that doesn't jibe with longevity. You get burned out. You get strung out. There is a heady quality to that kind of action. There is also an inherent danger. When it finally spun out of control, when Megan's very life was suddenly in jeopardy, she had not only found a way to escape, but to start over completely anew, reborn, if you will, with a loving husband, beautiful children, a home with four bedrooms, and a pool in the yard. Somehow, almost by accident, really, Megan Pierce had stumbled from the depths of what some might call a seedy cesspool into the ultimate American dream. She had, in order to save herself, played it straight and almost talked herself into believing that this was the best possible world. And why not? For her entire life, in movies and on television, Megan, like the rest of us, had been inundated with images claiming that her old life was wrong, immoral, wouldn't last, while this family life, the house and picket fence, was enviable, appropriate, celestial. But here was the truth. Megan missed her old life. She was not supposed to. She was supposed to be grateful and thrilled that she, of all people, with the destructive route she'd taken, had ended up with what every little girl dreams of. But the truth was, a truth it had taken her years to admit to herself, she still longed for those dark rooms, the lustful, hungry stares from strangers, the pounding, pulsating music, the crazy lights, the adrenaline spikes. And now? Dave flipping stations. So you don't mind driving? Because the jets are on. Kaylee looking through her gym bag. Mom, where's my uniform? Did you wash it like I asked? Jordan opening the Sub-Zero. Can you make me a grilled cheese in the panini maker? And not with that whole grain bread. She loved them. She did. But there were times, like today, when she realized that after a youth of skating along slippery surfaces, she had now settled into a domestic rut of dazzling sameness, 
each day forced to perform the same show with the same players as the day before, just each player one day older. Megan wondered why it had to be this way, why we are forced to choose one life. Why do we insist that there can only be one us, one life that makes us up in our entirety? Why can't we have more than one identity? And why do we have to destroy one life in order to create another? We claim to long for the well-rounded, the Renaissance man or woman inside all of us, yet our only variety is cosmetic. In reality, we do all we can to smother that spirit out, to make us conform, to define us as one thing and one thing only. Dave flipped back to the fallen movie star. This guy, Dave said with a shake of his head. But just hearing that famous manic voice brought Megan back. His hand twined in her.